Greetings, Rebel fans. My name is Jason Kelly, and this is the Let's Run Podcast. Uh, just win, man. So, the running Rebels go up to Laramie, uh, and try to find ways to lose the game, but ultimately, uh, come out on top in what was a nerve-wracking, frustrating, just shooting yourself in the foot over and over again, but nonetheless, a win. So... Ultimately, Rebel fans, what I would say is we won. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Road games, especially in Laramie, are tough. Um, other teams in the league, you know, your San Diego State, your Boise State, are um, not having these kinds of games. San Diego State's dominating. Uh, Boise State won by 30 at Air Force tonight. Um and the rebels aren't doing that, so there's some there's some uh, signs of his concern for sure. Uh, and with this game coming up on Saturday against um, San Jose State, before they if, if they're going to play and beat San Diego State, they're not going to be able to put forth the kind of effort that they put on tonight. And it's probably going to have to be better than the effort that they put up against Colorado State as well, because San Diego State is not going to mess around, but. We're not there yet. We still have to get through San Jose State. And so let's go over this game, uh, a few kind of big things that happened, and kind of recap recap the night. So let's get into uh, um, the individual player stats. Uh, the Rebels were led in this game by Caleb Boone, who was 8 of 10 from the field, and perhaps even more importantly, 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Uh Next up, our second leading scorer was DJ Thomas with 13 points. He only finished 2 of 4 from the free throw line and 5 of 17 from the field. He did hit a shot at the end of the game, which was very good. Uh, that should have put the game away, but Justin Webster is on our team, and so um, it was not the, the dagger that it should have been. Uh, Keelan Boone had... Again, a massive three at the very end of the game that seemed like it should have ended the game, but the Rebels were just determined to, to lose this game, it felt like, until uh, a few minutes into overtime when uh, what we could call the Showtime Rebels took over. Um, Rob Whaley had a pretty frustrating game. I don't really blame him. The officiating in this game was was very inconsistent, and it just felt like... I mean, I don't want to blame officiating for how close the game was. I mean, at the end of the day, the Rebels won. If they would have lost, it would have been their own fault and not any sort of officiating um, that cost them. However, it was just kind of an odd-feeling game. Uh, Luis Rodriguez had an awful game. I, I just felt like he wasn't taking opportunities to attack off the dribble. Um, Carl Jones played pretty bad in his limited minutes. Isaiah Cottrell scored for the first time. I had a three in the second half. Uh, Brooklyn Hicks with just an awful game. I mean, his defense was terrible. He was 0 of 6 from the field. Oh, had four threes, four basically wide open threes that if he had any of them, we would have won the game uh, going away. But um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, who cares? <laughs> Jackie Johnson went in, hit a three. Justin Webster up until um, up until the very end of the game where he inexplicably lost all court awareness and turned the ball over, basically giving Wyoming a chance to come back in the game and, and take it to overtime. Um, Justin Webster, really, really unfortunate end of the game for him and what was a very good performance from him. Uh, 
I, I up until the end of that game, he was he was playing well. It was kind of a bounce back, a resurgence game. Um, but yeah, I overall, I'd love to like go into the you know the details of this game and talk about uh, you know the scheme that I thought Kevin Kruger was using. Uh, in all defense of Kevin Kruger, I thought that he had a pretty good night. Honestly, I the mistakes that the players made were so obviously you know, mental mistakes made by players. And I think that uh, Kevin Kruger, for example, when the Rebels had a shot, uh, had the ball with five seconds left and uh, tried to run a play to get DJ Thomas uh, running down the floor. I thought that was a really good play call. Um, now, if they would have lost tonight, it, it, I would have I crucified Kevin Kruger. I would have been all over him. Uh, not because it would have been necessarily his individual fault, but He's the coach, and so you got to pull these, you got to pull these kind of games out. And so, ultimately, you know, the Wyoming team—I I don't even think Wyoming played very well. If you look at them, they—they they had Wenzel, who was four of five from three, um, six of six from the free throw line. I mean, they—they they had, they had a bunch of guys besides Wenzel. Nobody else on their team really shot well from three. Griffin, who is generally an okay three-point shooter, went zero of six. Wenzel went four of five. Uh, Cott went one of four. Um, their bench really didn't give them very much. Um, their free throws were ridiculous compared to ours. I, I thought some of the officiating again was was a little tilted, but that's kind of what happens when you're on the road. And if the Rebels had lost, I would not. I've already said this, but if the Rebels had lost, I would not have blamed this game on officiating. And so, yeah, a win is a win. Like I don't know what else to say about this game. Um, it was nice to see the Rebels be in a situation where they could have crumbled and fallen apart like they did against Reno, like they did against Colorado State, like they did against St. Mary's, like they did against Loyola Marymount. And it was nice to just see them actually win. So, yeah, I, I don't know that I have a ton to say about this game. Um, Scheme-wise, pretty good. Our defense was solid for a lot of the game. It fell apart kind of late. And I kind of want to go over some of the issues I have with individual players um, and some of the frustrations that I had with. So I suppose I'll start out with the positive. Uh, for Justin Webster, he played incredible until the very end of the game uh, when he almost made a play that you know cost the cost the team the game. And he just all he needed to do was hunker down and not get the ball stolen from him. Uh, but it was nice to see him. He was three of three or, or two of two from three. Um, it was good to see him make some threes. Uh, the Rebels shot 38% from three, so it was a pretty good performance from three for them. Uh, mostly because Cottrell hit one, Jackie Johnson hit one, Webster hit two, Keelan Boone went two of seven. I was, you know, he he was ju- chuck, chucking them up, but I'm okay with Keelan Boone threes. Uh, but what I was not okay with was Keelan's Keelan Boone's defense. Um, in the in in the Reno game, Keelan and just was he was just soft like. I just didn't feel like he was willing to be physical with the guys he was guarding. Um, I mean, listen, if if you're guarding somebody at the end of the game and you have four fouls and they're going to score, sometimes you just have to foul them and be okay with you fouling out of the game. It's just part of the game. You're not, you know, Keelan Boone is our, maybe what our third or fourth best player. We don't we don't need him giving up open layups so he can stay in the game. We need him to do everything that he can to win. Um, his rebounding effort wasn't great tonight, but. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think Keelan had a great game. And he hasn't really had... He played pretty well against Colorado State, but 
Uh, he's been struggling a little bit on the defensive end. So I hope that the coaching staff can sit him down and and kind of talk him over what's been going wrong on that end of the floor for him. Um, Rob Whaley, again, frustrated by fouls. Um, was officiated terribly tonight, but credit to him for hitting five of five out of his three of his free throws. And I know I already briefly talked about him, but I just want to give a special shout out to Caleb Boone, who in that Colorado State game was essentially unplayable because of his turnover problems. Now, Wyoming is a team that struggles uh, with interior defense. And so this was a good opportunity for a guy like Caleb to, to get into his rhythm and going eight of eight from the free throw line, 12 rebounds. Um, you couldn't ask for anything more. It was just, I, I love Caleb. I, I've had a lot of criticisms of him, whether that be defensive or offensive or just mental uh, mistakes. And seven offensive rebounds, that's just great, man. So credit to Caleb. Uh, he's the main reason why we won. Uh, DJ continues to have boneheaded freshman mistakes. I haven't talked about this one yet, but uh, in the overtime period, he just threw the ball away and gave Wyoming a layup. <laughs> it was it was really ridiculous. I, I was I was pretty upset with with him uh, a couple of times tonight. But also, you know, the duality of of a young player like that. He also hit the game icing or what should have been the game icing shot. That little that little pull up that he hit at the end of regulation was clutch beyond his years. And so, Nokum, you know, I'm frustrated with DJ. I'm glad that. Um, unlike in the Reno game, he can kind of take these, he can kind of take these experiences, uh, as growing pains. And yeah, I, uh, I don't really have anything negative to say about, about DJ. I mean, I know he made a bunch of mistakes and some rebel fans are going to be on him, but, but he played pretty well. I'd like to see more from Luis. Um, I'd like to see Brooklyn Hicks kind of get benched in favor of Justin Webster. Uh, and now I kind of want to talk a little bit about coach Kruger at, I know that I've talked a little bit about him already, but I, I feel like it's important to shout out a couple of the things that he did in this game. So I thought his play calling, and I know that, uh, you know, the head coach doesn't always necessarily call every single play, but as the head coach, you know, I, I agree that he deserves to get the majority of the credit. I thought that uh, his play calling was excellent. Um, he was picking, you know, good options, good attacking um, he was getting the ball after starting off a little bit three happy. He focused his team on to attack, um, to attack the paint. And yeah, really solid performance from Coach Kruger. Uh, something else that was great. I saw him do this at New Mexico, but playing his whole bench, you know, Carl Jones got some minutes. Cottrell got, got a lot of minutes, actually. And I thought Cottrell honestly had one of his, probably maybe his best game of the year. I mean, I know he only had three points and two rebounds, but for Cottrell to do as well as he did, I, I, I don't really have any complaints with him. Um, Jackie Johnson, I wish he would have gotten a couple more minutes, but Coach Kruger plays his entire bench in order to prevent his guys from wearing out. And I tweeted during the game that I thought that, you know, that was a, that was a strategy that I agreed with. I thought it was a good idea, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of risky because you're putting out guys that aren't necessarily going to play very well. And in this case, it worked out for Coach Kruger because his guys were a little fresher at the end of the game. Um, and yeah, the Rebels were able to come out with the win. So let's look ahead to their next game uh, and then get you out of here. So the Rebels will play the San Jose State Spartans uh, on Saturday at the Thomas and Mac. 
Uh, I pretty I don't know if that game starts at seven or eight or I'm not quite sure what time that game starts. However, um, UNLV will be favored by double digits in that game. Um, this game was kind of the the trap game before the San Diego State game. I, I do expect the Rebels to perform pretty well in that uh, San Jose State game. It's a team that we beat already this year. Um, and yeah, I, I feel pretty confident going into that one. So I will do a little bit of a preview. I'm thinking of doing another film review uh, between this game and the Colorado State game to kind of give Rebel fans something to, you know, hold them over and you know for the long wait till Saturday. But yeah, good night for the Rebels. A win is a win. That's the old saying in sports. You are your record. If you win, you win. And that's all that matters. And so who cares? All good. Rebels won. Nothing to complain about. So I wanted to keep this one short and sweet as I will do a little bit of a preview podcast before the San Jose State game. Well, I want to thank you for checking out the podcast tonight. I want to thank our Rebels for winning and covering the spread. Also covering Ken Palm, which is very good, even though it would have been good for them to win by more. And I just hope you guys have a great week and let's run.